welcome to Love You Most. If you're new here, I'm so glad you decided to listen in. And if you've been here for a while, be sure to leave a review because the community here is really what keeps me coming back just to chat with you guys because it still does feel a little odd, you know, just to like be talking to you, but it almost seems like to myself, you know, and so whenever I get your feedback, it really means the world to me and I always just take so much of it to heart. But let's get into today's episode. It's all about things that keep us, my husband and I, in the honeymoon stage. And so I feel like when I first got married, so many people just told me that it's impossible to have this like honeymoon type of stage love and how that feeling would go away after a while. And I would get so frustrated because to me, I didn't really feel like there was a point in getting married if you were going to fall out of love or if you were going to just have kind of like a lackluster love or appreciation for the person that you're literally sharing your entire life with. And so I really wanted to be so, so intentional about having just a very strong, passionate, and beautiful love with the person I ended up marrying. And I had always felt that way. And so I feel so grateful to have found a husband who also is so intentional in the same way. And I'm going to be sharing some things that we do just to kind of keep the love alive and keep it super passionate and fun. I also think that this is a good episode if you're not in a relationship because it can kind of give you just some insight as to like what you might want to bring into your next relationship. And so we're going to go through some things that keep us in the honeymoon stage, but also at the end of this episode, we're also going to talk about the books that I'm reading and we're going to talk about just a couple of like questions you guys have asked um, in the Q&A box. Make sure you're following over on the Love You Most TikTok and Instagram where I leave up polls and I ask you guys questions just or I ask you guys to leave questions if you have any. And I always just feel so grateful when you guys will open yourself up to me and share parts of your life with me. And just, again, feel so grateful that I can be a part of your life and help you navigate it. And yeah, let's get into this episode. So the first thing that keeps me and Brady in the honeymoon stage is to go on weekly date nights. And I know that this probably sounds so daunting because, I don't know, I just feel like so many people get really into their head about what a date consists of. And I think our first thought when we think of a date is like, okay, we have to get dressed up do our makeup, wear heels, wear a dress, go to a nice restaurant, take pictures and, you know, get dessert, get drinks, and then spend a ton of money and then go home. And I feel like that is so far from what our dates typically look like. I feel like our dates are extremely creative. I feel like sometimes our dates can literally just be us getting the we're not really strangers card deck and pulling from that on a Friday night and having like a couple snacks that we picked up at Walgreens or just the grocery store and just like hanging out together. And I feel like whenever we were in college, we would just really enjoy each other's company. And I feel like sometimes when you've been in a relationship for a long time, it feels like you need to have like extravagant moments to make the moment more special. But I really try to dive into and like tap into what we did in college and the feelings that like came from that. And for us, a lot of that love and I don't know, joy in our relationship came from the mundane. Like we would literally, when we first started dating, we would go to Taco Bell 
like every other day and just sit in the car and talk while we ate Taco Bell and we would sit there for hours just talking to each other and getting to know each other and we would sometimes drive out to the lake when we were in Missouri and we would sit and just like look at the water or we would drive around and look at the houses in the area and we would like point at the houses that we could see ourselves like living in one day and I don't know I just feel like you don't have to have a date be so so like extravagant that it feels so daunting I feel like if that's the case then you're probably not going to end up doing weekly date nights and I feel like sometimes we just like set the standard to something that is just like not actually achievable for our schedule and I know for me I am so busy that I literally could not like get the mental energy at the end of every single week to like get dressed up and like go somewhere. Sometimes on a Friday or a Saturday, I literally just want to like sink into the couch. Sometimes I want to go outside and just like sit in the grass and like look at the sky and just chill. And so just look at like what you need and what your partner needs and try to pick a date that like really, I don't know, helps you guys both get what you need in whatever moment that you're in. And the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to try something new often. And I feel like this thing, like, I don't know, whenever I think about trying something new, sometimes I think like, is it really possible to have new experiences with the person that you're with? Because when you're with them for so long, you know, you just kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, I know them. I don't really think that there's anything else that I could learn. But there is always something you can learn about your partner. And I feel like the minute that we stop trying to figure out what that thing is, is a minute that our relationship starts to really go downhill. I feel like as long as we're continuing to seek out and learn and just like, I don't know, really get to know the ins and outs and like deep depths of our partner, the stronger our love will grow for them. And I also feel like the stronger our relationship will be. And the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to communicate openly. This is a very scary thing because I feel like along with this comes vulnerability and you really have to be comfortable to just like say really what's on your mind and just like hope that they respond in a way that's going to be like healthy for your relationship. But I think that if you don't communicate and you really just bottle up everything that you're feeling, you're going to end up so frustrated and your your partner like can't read your mind as much as we would like them to and so when you're constantly bottling things up and not sharing your true feelings I think a lot of the time our partners will feel like they're doing the right thing or maybe they're feeling like they're not doing the right thing and I feel like the more we communicate the better it like helps navigate our relationship into the direction that we want it to go and the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to make time for yourself. And I feel like I talk about this so much, but the more I spend time building into myself, going on solo dates and just like really pouring into myself, learning about myself, healing myself, loving myself, I think the better I can love my own partner. Because if I don't fill up my own cup and I'm trying to fill up someone else's cup, when I'm completely depleted and drained and just like sad or frustrated or whatever, I feel like a lot of the time it comes in half-hearted because we're so exhausted that we just like don't have the capacity to give to someone else. So I feel like the more you make time for yourself, 
the happier your partner will be because you're going to be filling up your cup and you're going to be just so rejuvenated and ready to fill into your partner's cup. And the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to learn each other's love languages. And I think that this is a big one. I feel like love languages are just a personality test that can really help you determine like what type of love your partner likes to receive. And there are tons of different love languages. There is physical touch, there's words of affirmation, there's quality time, there's acts of service, and there is gifts. I think that's all of them. hope I'm not, not missing one. But those love languages, I feel like pretty much encompass everything that someone's looking for in their relationship. And of course, you want all of them, just like as a human, we do. But there's like a a ranking of like what you would like first and what you would like fifth. And there's like a little personality test thing online you can take. And I feel like when you figure that out, you can just really give your partner what they need without really having to like they don't really have to ask or specifically tell you, which helps sometimes because sometimes I think that we don't even know what we need or your partner doesn't even know what they need until they receive it. And they're like, oh my gosh, like that's exactly what I needed. So for me, my love language is words of affirmation. So anytime that someone is building me up in a positive way, it really, really, really just makes me so, so happy and fulfilled. And My husband's love language is physical touch. So whenever he gets home from work, if he's having a rough day, I'll try to rub his back or hold his hand when we're in public or just like give his shoulders a little squeeze if he's feeling stressed out. Just doing little things like that will let your partner know that you are wanting to pour into them in the way that they prefer. Because I mean, all day long, I could give him words of affirmation. And of course, that's great. But I think that if you have a specific love language that's like most important to you and your love language is opposite from your partners and they're trying to pour into you in the way that they would want you to pour into them, sometimes it does not work out the way that you want it to. And so I think the more you can learn each other's love languages and you can give each other what you need most in the moments that you need it, I feel like it really helps to keep you in the honeymoon stage. And the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to make your partner feel special. And I think this is hard because life is so busy and it's hard for us to honestly think outside of ourselves sometimes. But just getting your partner flowers or making them their favorite dinner, even, you know, just getting tickets to their favorite concert or, you know, telling them that you want to have like a little special night and Maybe you set up a picnic blanket outside at sunset and you just take dinner outside in the grass and you tell them you want to make sure that they relax. Maybe they like mocktails and you like buy them their favorite like drink or mocktail or just something that lets them know that you're thinking of them. And I think sometimes we feel like we have to have money to do that, but you definitely do not. You can easily write a letter to them. We'll just figure out what their love language is and give them that. Like if your partner's love language is acts of service, maybe you can wash their car or clean out their car. I feel like all of us could easily like want someone to help us clean out our cars. And the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to cuddle before bed each night. I feel like this is a big one because it's so easy to get into bed and like roll over if you're married or just like get on your phone or read or do something separate from one another because I mean life will be lifing and I feel like sometimes we just want that time to ourselves. but 
if you really want to like give your relationship the honor and love that it deserves I think whenever you are going to bed it's kind of like the end of the day and I feel like the best way to end your day is with your partner so we like to try to do that before bed sometimes it doesn't always happen sometimes we literally fall straight asleep but Brady wakes up before I do and goes to the gym we both wake up at five but he like leaves pretty much immediately and goes to the gym and then I usually stay in bed to read and so A lot of the time, if we aren't like rolling over to cuddle before we go to bed at night, sometimes he will like leave in the morning before I even like have my eyes open. So trying to end the day with your partner and like letting them know that you care about them or even just like talking a little bit before bed, I think is so important. And the next thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to surprise each other. And this kind of goes into making your partner feel special. I think that surprises kind of keep the love alive and it kind of lets them know that you're thinking about them when you, I don't know, just are like doing regular tasks throughout the day. Like it doesn't have to be a special moment for you to do something special for them. And I think that that's just an important thing. And the last thing that keeps us in the honeymoon stage is to remind yourself of all the things you love about your partner. It can be easy to like nitpick and like point out all the things that frustrate you about the person that you're with. But I feel like with anything, when we focus on the negative, like more of that persists in our head. And I feel like the more we're focusing on the good that they're doing, the more that will like permeate our mind. And so if they're doing things that you absolutely love and maybe it's like as small as just like laughing at your jokes or they're, you know, just texting you back and like, you know, sending you like really thought out messages or I'm just trying to think of like small, like little mundane things that you can easily take for granted. There are so many people who do not have the like, capacity to communicate effectively in text like some people get very like I don't know stressed out like if they have to send long text messages throughout the day and there's a lot of people who just like I don't know don't have like a sense of humor where they're gonna be like laughing maybe at like cheesy jokes and I feel like having a partner who is filling into you even in small ways it can be easy to take that for granted like for example my husband he gives me like frequent massages and I feel like that's something that every partner isn't doing but because it happens so often it's very easy for me to be like well this is just like what happens in my relationship but that is an act of service that can so easily be overlooked and I feel like the more that we focus and remind ourselves of all the things that we love about our partner that either they do for us or just like who they are as a person like you know loving that they are kind and that they're humble and that they are strong and they're mindful of your feelings like reminding yourself of that I feel like will help you to remember how good they are and how just like grateful you are for them and now let's get into the Q&A segment of this podcast. I feel like I really love this segment because you guys always ask such great questions and I always end up just feeling like, I don't know, so inspired to like share more of myself with you guys because you guys are so like open with me and like comfortable just like letting loose and like sharing everything that's on your mind. And it just like 
I don't know, makes me feel just so grateful for this community and like everything that we have built here. And we're also going to get into the segment about books because I know that you guys have been loving the book segment. I've been getting so much feedback, which makes me feel so good. But one question you guys have asked is, would I ever get a Kindle? And the question is, I don't want to say never say never, but I will say that Kindles just don't really, I don't know, they just don't really give me the like, I don't know, the same vibe that like a regular book does. I feel like Kindles just remind me of like an iPad or like a cell phone. And I want to stay as far away from that whenever I'm reading a book. And so I don't think that I'll be getting one anytime soon if I do at all. Another question that you guys have asked, and you guys honestly asked so many questions, so I don't think that I can get to all of them, but one of them you guys asked is, do you feel like you knew yourself before you got in a relationship with your husband? And the answer is definitely no. I have learned my, like, learned about myself so much more in the last two years, and I am obviously like 30 now, but we started dating when I was 19, and I went through so many changes and so much growth over these years. And thankfully, we grew together and not apart. And I just feel so grateful for that. And if you guys want like a full Q&A episode of just straight Q&A, let me know because I've actually thought about just like having a like Q&A only segment where I just talk about things that you guys ask because I feel like you guys ask such good questions. And for our little book segment, I've actually finished a lot of good books. Um, I actually just shared my recent May wrap up where I read 13 books in May and I shared that on YouTube. So if you guys like, you know, just books and hearing about books, head over to YouTube because I share a lot more there. But I finished The, the Two of Us by Taylor Torres, which was such a good book. It was a friends to lovers story and it really made my heart so, so warm. I feel like I haven't read a book like that in so long and loved it as much as that one. Personally, I think one of my favorite tropes is friends to lovers because it just like reminds me of me and my husband. It just like is such a really sweet trope. I also read An American Marriage by Tayari Jones and that to me was a little bit harder of a read because I feel like it just hit a little too close to home. And I try to read books as escapism and not necessarily as something that like I want to like learn from just because life is hard as it is. And I don't really like getting into like things that are going to make me just feel sad, especially when it comes to like things that I already am well versed in, like the justice system being unfair to like women of color and men of color. So I just didn't really care for that book as much. I rated that book three stars. And then I rated the two of us um, four stars. And I'm still reading A Little Life. And that book literally has me by the heartstrings. It's definitely gotten better, but it still is a very, very hard read. I'm around like 650 pages or so, and there's 800 pages. So I'm pretty close to finished. But I still have a ways to go, and I'll definitely update you guys on that whenever I get to um, the end of that book. I think it should be, like, tomorrow. But I hope you guys liked this episode. It was a little bit shorter of an episode because I actually am heading out, and I have just, like, some fun things going on this weekend, which I'm really excited about. 
but I've been so incredibly busy. We have had just like the most hectic week. And I honestly feel like everyone has kind of been that way like the last two weeks. So if you're just like hanging on by a thread, just hang on. I promise once we get into summer, I feel like things start to calm down. I almost always feel like that shift between like spring and summer or summer and fall fall and winter. It's always just a little hectic. I don't really know why. Maybe part of it is like schools getting out. People are kind of like adjusting from that. Like people are graduating from college. It's just kind of when people are getting busier and like trying to navigate their lives while they're like having 50 million things to do. Maybe that's part of it, but we are also in that same boat. And so the last couple of weeks have been absolutely wild and we're really excited for life to start kind of settling down a little bit again. And I guess like just to give you a little recap and let me know if you guys want like little updates from me and like my life, but I feel like I've been updated on a lot of things like our renovation. We have that going on. And actually today we had someone come in and well, not someone come in, but like someone we had to talk to on the phone and they were kind of walking us through like some things that we could work on in the house. And we just have a couple projects going on. And I feel like it's getting me so excited for like house reno stuff because we haven't really made a ton of moves with that because just finding contractors is so hard. So hopefully I will have my dream closet soon and hopefully we'll have maybe our basement and some landscaping done or really crossing our fingers. But I feel like spring is the time to do it if nothing else, because I don't know, just spring cleaning and like all that, I feel like it just leads into the perfect time for renovating. And again, we are very grateful to live on the lake. And I always feel just like so blessed whenever I see a sunset. And yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode and if you want more like Q&A segments or if you want more book segments or if you want more just like chit chats from me along with like my insight on like different topics, let me know like what you're wanting to hear from me. And I, again, absolutely love hearing from you. I feel like it's what makes this community feel real because, you know, sometimes it feels like I'm talking into the abyss, but the more that I hear from you, the more it just feels so, so real. And I feel so grateful for all of your messages and your just, I don't know, friendship. So I love you most. I love you more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys.